I mean, it, it, I'm it so is recording. <laughs> this could be like, okay, relax. What's up, and, folks? I yeah. know it's 9 a.m. in the morning at your place, but here we are. We've had dinner. We're sitting, yeah. speaking. This girl, Anna's in my room. <laughs> we're just chilling. We're having Kvelsma in an hour. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Strangely and Friends, the podcast. This is a podcast. I'm Strangely. And if you're listening to this or sitting next to me, you're one of the friends. I have now been at Fosun for a week, and it feels much longer than that. Uh, I'm sitting next to one of my new friends, Anna, who is uh, in a very... What is, uh, I've already come to realize, is a very Fosun thing. Anna said, I'd love to come on your podcast, but I'm going to keep whittling on this spoon I'm making. <laughs> so here yeah, we are. Here we are. I'm, I just got the hang of, like, whittling? We, is whittling is yeah. in English. What um, sir det panorsk. Okay, so for a week at Fosun, your Norwegian isn't too bad, but... Hvordan man sier på norsk er spikking. Så han spikking the spoon out of wood. Spikking? Spikking. 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 It's got this... Right. Spikking. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, spikking. Anyway, I just started doing this today and I'm totally like loving it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've made some things out of wood over... The course of my life, but I've never made uh, spoons, which yeah. is the new hotness amongst all of us uh, new students here at Fosun. Everybody's yeah. making a spoon, uh, so I just made my second one today, and I'm I'm pleased with the progress. <laughs> After my first one is more of a, uh, it's it's more of like for a slotted spoon for um, poached eggs or spaghetti. <laughs> If you want the stuff to fall out of the spoon right. while you're bringing it up to your mouth, then this is a perfect spoon for you. Yeah, and for those of you listening at home, I will be posting photos of the uh, the spoons, <laughs> the mm. spoons in question. Uh, it was also suggested to me that I could fill this larger um, first attempt at a spoon with sugar and then use it to sort of put That's sugar on top great. of something. Yeah. So maybe I should make a couple more holes in it because I do I like sugar. <laughs> you like sugar in your coffee. Uh, so, uh, Anna, as my first guest on the podcast in a long time, That's crazy. I don't, I don't even know how long it's been. I want to say, say before COVID, before COVID, I think, um, some listener will probably write in and be like, your sister yelled at you from the other room on episode, you know, two years ago. But <laughs> I, I don't remember. Uh, so, um, du <laughs> fra. Wow, thank you. No, um, thank you for having me on. It's uh, it's a really, it's fun times. Uh, I'm from Norway. What? That's where we are, right? That's where we are right now. Although I'm like eight, nine hours away from where I'm from Mm -hmm. by train, Mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, I'm from Oslo, capital, Norway. Have you been there? I've been there. Yeah. I was there a week ago before I came awesome. here. Did uh, you get the feel of the city or what? Oh, yeah. I've been to Oslo four or five times now. Yeah. I really, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's one of my favorite big cities. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, 
big city, you think? Yeah, well, you know, it's a national capital. We we usually call it like the small big city. Like the, the little big city. Li- yeah, thanks. The little big city. For den ser det på norsk. Liten storby. Liten storby. Liten storby. So small big city. Yeah. Oh. Fuck, I just cut myself. You just cut yourself. Yeah, my spoon's getting all Do you need a do you need a plaster? Do you actually have a plaster? I have a plaster. Yeah, so while I while I get the plaster out, mm-hmm. uh, tell tell the folks at home uh, why you ended up here at Fosen. Oh that's actually a great story. Alright. Yeah, well, I'll go ahead. Too. So uh, I found out about Fosen like a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. And that was after the application deadline, like two months after, so Everything was filled up because Frozen right. is actually really popular. And we only have 60 students here or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I figured I'll just do something else for a year. Mm-hmm. And I actually ended up living on a sailboat in Oslo. What? For a year. Yeah, because I wanted to go sailing, which is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. And I was spending a lot of time outside doing like art and poetry and just vibing, really. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Anyway, uh, I started, I applied to Fosun again this year, mm-hmm. but then I suddenly got like a kick out of the thought of going to university. So I went, like, I applied to music school in Bergen and mm-hmm. I got in and that was super cool. So when I got in, I said, hey Fosun, not this time. Um, so I moved to Bergen from Oslo uh, mm-hmm. in the start of August this year. So that's a month ago now, um, and um, <laughs> I actually, yeah, I got there and I was like, I went to a week of university, mm-hmm. and then I totally panicked, like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not in the right place, I need to get out of here. Even Bergen is like a small, it's a small big city too, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah. It was uh, it was too crowded, too many finance bros walking around. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right? Oh, You've oh, been absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like it's that on um, speed, and then you have all the dudes students. who have portfolios. Yeah, right. Or dudes who want portfolios, like yeah. you know, students, like yeah. Anyway, so I basically I called Fosen. It's so, yeah, I called Fosen on Monday morning. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I just started studying here and I hate it and I want to go and I want to stay with you. Do you by any chance can give me my spot back? And they were like, no. But an hour ago, someone called and gave up their spot on sailing. So it's yours if you want it. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'll see you next week. That is... That's amazing. Now I'm here, <laughs> and it feels so surreal. Like yeah, I'm in the exact spot where I need. To, like everything's working out the way it's supposed to be, and I'm kind of loving it. I, yeah. It's amazing that that's how you ended up here because it's very. It's like I, I had that experience too. That Fosun was full. Yeah. And I had to wait a year. Right. So, right. I graduated from uni. Uh, in 2021 at Western Washington University, Bellingham, Washington, which is where I grew up. Yeah, cool. I went, I took a break from running around the world and playing accordion to go back and finish school. Okay. And, uh, Kids. What, what's that? Kids. That's what Kids. we say in Norwegian. We say when someone does something that's like 
impressive. Like you gave up that life to finish your degree. Yeah, and it ended up being very fortunate timing because the rest of the world decided to take a break from everything too. Right. Around that time, um, we, <laughs> just with everyone just decided to stay at home and read books for two years. It was great. Yeah. Uh, perfectly. So I graduated in 2021. Yeah. And I immediately started looking for what I wanted to do next, and I wanted to do something big and cool. So what was your major? Uh, I majored minor? in history. Okay. And my minor was in Central Asian Studies, um, like Mongolia. Yeah. Uh, and so I applied to, I applied to Fosun, that I, yeah. I'd heard about Fosun years and years ago from a friend, and I applied. And uh, I got a very nice email back from Kennett actually, saying that the school that year had already filled up. So Kenneth's your teacher now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I said, and he said, your, your application is wonderful. Like, you would have gotten in. Mm-hmm. Uh, please apply next year. And I said, can I, can I talk to you on the phone? Mm-hmm. And so he called me from here, yeah. and we had a, a lovely, uh, like, about a half-hour conversation, and he explained the school to me yeah. sort of, uh, verbally, like he told me the story of how the school works and everything, because mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time sort of gaining that sort of thing from reading, reading about it. Yeah, and also the, the the way this school communicates information about itself in text is not necessarily the uh, just <laughs> the easiest to follow either. No. Uh, but so so because of that, I marked my calendar, and yeah. ten months later or whatever, yeah. I applied. Yeah. And then last summer, the school accidentally had all of my emails getting deleted when they came in. Really? Because they hadn't paid their Google something. <laughs> Sorry. Their, their Google subscription? Or whatever. Yeah. If, yeah. You have, if your Google inbox gets too full, yeah. Google just starts deleting everything. And now that I've <laughs> been so here... That's so Yeah. Sorry. That's so Fulson. That's so Fulson. And, you know... It caused my, whole, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It caused my whole life to kind of melt down because, like, I had all I had the plane ticket. I was gonna come, oh, and I hadn't gotten my visa because they hadn't sent me anything else like that I needed to get the visa. No. And <laughs> so then Ar- Arn had called me, yeah. you know, and it was like one in the morning, and I was running around trying to run a music festival with, you know, I, I helped run this okay. music festival. Yeah. Awesome. And I had this lovely chat with her about what she'd been doing. She's like, oh, I just. There were the sheep, and I came in, and I saw I needed to call you, you know, just, and I, just like at that point, I couldn't be mad or even disappointed. No. I was like, if these people are this bad, yeah, at, and they're horrible at communicating horrible. with the world outside of Fosun. Yeah. They're horrible at it. You except, have to be here or you're not. Yeah. Once you're sort of inside, they're so present and available for you. Yeah. And they really want to that. take the time. And that's why I'm here. That's what I wanted was something where I could sink into this, where I could be surrounded by other people who wanted to sink into it. Right. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Like, I'm experiencing that too. Like, this, this, um, uh, just, yeah, it's, it's a bubble, but, but, but it's also like, it's a good kind of bubble. It's an intentional bubble. It's an intentional bubble. Yeah. And where it's, I'm feeling like this week I felt like time doesn't exist. I felt, I'm feeling, I'm just going around being present and I'm meeting other human beings who are just like there mm-hmm. with me. And, and also like hyped and stoked about the same things. And 
so open to learning and so open to yeah just having a good time too like this other day when I walked in on you and I, I guess Maren Maren you were sitting in the green sofa mm-hmm. and you were showing her this this uh, oh my tiny cranky your tiny what, what it's a so the, what's um, it called a cranky. A cranky. So it's a. I've never a, seen anything like that. Yeah, it's a long strip of paper like that's wound around two matches, and it's just sort of like it scrolls by. Yeah. I have fr- a bunch of friends who make them. They they can be very very ornate, very beautiful. Um, yeah. I don't know where the art form originates from. Most of the people I know who do it like are from kind of Eastern Canada. I think is. There's right. definitely a hotbed of it out there, right. and then there's a the the one I have was made by a woman from Seattle. Who is part of a band called Podo Rhythmy? Podo Rhythmy, like oh. foot rhythm. Oh. So there's a uh, hey. in Nova Scotia on the east coast of Canada. There's this yeah. whole style of dance where you, you know how like the the classic Irish dancing people hold their arms down at their sides yeah, and kind of do. bounce up and down and they kick do. their legs, but yeah. their arms are at their yeah. sides. It it's really cool. It's designed to be able to dance inside of a pub that's really crowded. Mm-hmm. And they... Ah, oh, fuck. They usually... Did you just cut fuck, yourself I again? I just cut myself again on the same finger. <laughs> so, I have so more plasters. listening, this is literally my first day of doing this. And um, the knife is too sharp for me. Oh, fuck. I'm so glad I just ha- happened to have a pile of plasters <laughs> ready to go. What on your Norse plaster? Plaster. 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 Yeah, I have plaster for sore. I want a plaster on my wound. Aww. I love these plasters too. They look like tiny, like wobbly sea animals. They got arms and legs. Exactly. Now your finger is also um, <laughs> armored. <laughs> Just watch me like cut through the plaster too. Oh. I don't remember what we were talking about. Uh, Irish pub dancing. Irish pub, right? Yeah. So they. I picked an Irish pub where they were dancing. Mm-hmm. Like throughout, uh, later in the night, we we had a few beers. We started like chatting with these Irish men, and they started singing, like making mm-hmm. up songs to us. And then like it got really crowded. And people were singing, dancing, and suddenly they started like dancing with their arms down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with this leg thing yep. going. It's really awesome. So polyrhythmy is like that. Okay, Except no, the person, yeah. it was designed for people to do without getting out of a chair. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, like that. But they stay sitting in a chair. And then they do this while playing fiddles really fast. Whoa. This is the kind of dancing called Podorhythmy. So there's Whoa. a band in Seattle called Podorhythmy okay. after that type of dancing. Okay. And um, they... Huh. Uh, one of the women in it also builds beautiful crankies, including that tiny little one that you saw me spinning. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't make that. No, but I want to. I want, I've made some other ones, and I want to. I want to make some here. Yeah. So I definitely do it. No, like while you were whistling and just yeah. like showing this around, and you were such in a zone, and then you were like, "Just come look at this." Yeah. Like inviting. That's that's a sort of bubble or space. So I have this little metal box with like some tiny magic tricks and a little, yeah, like a bunch of little, very tiny things, including that little cranky. Yeah. And uh, uh, she was like so sad that she had to wait another 10 minutes until food because she was really hungry. Yeah. And I was like, I bet I can distract you for 10 minutes oh. with everything in this box. 
And so you walked in on the middle of that. And that's yeah. why, like, at the end of that very quiet thing, I looked at my watch and went, look, it's been three minutes. Because <laughs> every time a minute passed, I was I was yelling at her that it had been another minute. And okay. Been distracted. <laughs> yeah. And every time I said what time it was, it was funnier and funnier. Yeah. I don't know why. It's one of those yeah. things that just, like, the building waves kind of crest on you. Exactly. And, you know, Fosun seems to be all about providing that kind of thing in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had already some very emotional like interactions with people that I just met. Yeah. People from other countries, people from... It's, it's funny, actually, that for me, that there's... I think there's nine other Americans here, something yeah. like that. Yeah, a lot. And some of them are more culturally different from me than someone like uh, Solfin. Mm. Like, I, I don't quite know where he comes from, and he's 18. Yeah. Right, he's actually he's, he's straight quite out young. of high school. Straight out of high but school. But he doesn't present himself like, 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 I feel like he has a maturity to him. Yeah. Or at least like this, this um, yeah, maturity combined with like an unhidden curi- curiosity and mm-hmm. interest in like things, which just makes him just great fit for here because yeah. some some 18 year olds in norway he's norwegian mm-hmm. and he's from a little town outside of bergen mm-hmm. so he hasn't been around a lot i guess um we go in the same sailing class so we talked a little but like a lot of norwegians coming straight to folk high school like fusen or any other place are very immature mm-hmm. and are very like socially uh depend like in in patterns, oh, yeah. yeah, in like how you're supposed to be, and mm-hmm. and he just yeah, he has this maturity that yeah. comes, comes well, the, when you distance yourself from that. Mm-hmm. He he and he told me uh, that he is using this place as an opportunity to reinvent himself as someone who is more able to talk to people. Wow, I just got chills. Right. It's, it's so beautiful to have that. Yeah. I was speaking with um, one of the other Americans who was having, he's having a much more difficult time than me with all the Norwegian that we're speaking here. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking about how, well, you could just, you could, you could use not knowing much more Norwegian to be more like a monk. You could fit, you know, you could be like a monk or a, or a laconic cowboy or somebody, you know, somebody <laughs> who's like really able to just say a couple things that yeah. are really funny. Yeah. Uh, and then being silent for the rest of the time. Yeah. Observing, learning. Observe. Yeah. There goes that garbage truck oh, again. Get oh, the fuck out of here. Come on, dude. <laughs> uh, so. What's he doing up there have anyway? You, have you heard the monk joke? Is it one of yours? No, well, I mean, I tell it, yeah. but I, I didn't write it. Okay, anymore. but, no, I, but it, I was... the, I've been thinking about this joke yeah. all week because I'll be in a situation where everybody's speaking Norwegian and the, yeah. the Danes are kind of speaking Norwegian. <laughs> well, the, the yeah. second, yeah. the second largest, no, the largest non-Norwegian contingent is from Denmark. Yeah. Aren't there like twenty-five of them or something? I think so yeah, this is a and Danish all, school now. It's a Danish school. Like I came here. I love Danish, by the way, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm feeling very blessed. Again, like being in the right place, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Anyway, uh, I came here not knowing I would learn Danish this year, but I'm feeling very <laughs> pleased and on my way to being fluent in Danish. 
Yay. Norwegian and Danish are very, very close. Yeah. yeah, it's just about the tone. It's like a, a American English and Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Scottish. Scottish. Oh. <laughs> all my all my friends in uh, at, uh, Dundee want to kill me right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, oh. So the monk joke. Yeah. Go, so go. this guy joins a monastery. Yeah. And you're only allowed to speak two words a year. So he's there for a year, and once a year. Two different. Sorry. Two different words. Yeah. yeah. Once a year, uh, once a week. It's someone's turn to talk. You know, once a week, someone gets up and says two words for the other monks. Okay. So it's it's been his year, and it's his day, yeah. and he gets up, and everyone can tell that he's been thinking and thinking, and he's he's really got something to say. So yeah. he gets up in front of everybody, and he goes, food bland. <laughs> yeah, like the food is bland. Food bland. And all the other monks are like... So you know, the guy sits down. You know, he just he wanted he, he clearly wanted to communicate that. You know, and he, he thought for a long time about like the, I can get this across in two words. The food's pretty bland. Yeah. So another year goes by. Same guy gets up, and he's like, "Room cold." <laughs> and all the other monks are like, "Okay." So then another year goes by, and this dude gets up and goes. Bed hard. <laughs> this is getting better. So another year goes by, and the dude gets up and goes, I quit. <laughs> and the abbot, and he leaves, and the abbot turns to the second in command monk and goes, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, I, he goes, Not surprised. <laughs> Because he's been complaining. Yeah, he's been doing nothing but complaining yeah. the whole time. Like, of course he's not having a good time. He's not He's not trying to no. be a part of what's going on there. No. Food plan. <laughs> I like that bed hard. <laughs> this is the third year. Yeah. Yeah, he really he really held back on the commenting on the bed. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I've been thinking about that joke all week because it's like... <laughs> you're, it made, you're trapped communicate the same thing not 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 but but that's the thing is like i could i i have this extra step in all of my communication of having to think it in another language right and then either like get a little help saying it or talk around it there's there's that lovely book everything's illuminated Mm -hmm. where there's the ukrainian narrator who doesn't speak english super fluently Mm -hmm. and so he's he's using linguistic workarounds like saying things like, my grandfather has a dog because it is good for having the opposite of loneliness. Because mm. he doesn't know the word companionship. Mm. Um, mm. But it kind of becomes profound. Yeah. But it's like, I either have to communicate that way or I have to go look up a word. Mm. And that often becomes this thing where it's like, oh, am I going to go look up a word for the food is bland? Like, no, that's just, that's no. not a good use of anyone's time. And it doesn't... No doesn't make me happy no whereas like i know how to say that good smack like that's a, gr- that's a, gr- <laughs> Sorry, a great but, taste yeah that good smack yeah like yeah. i i i yeah. learned that as soon as i saw it and i've never forgotten it because it's such a positive joyful thing mm. to put into the world to tell someone yeah. that something tastes good 
yeah. I, I want to share the good food. I don't, I, don't, I, 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 I find myself more and more just anything I don't like is like darle. Yeah. Just bad. Yeah. But that's it. I'm not giving it like a lot more of... More energy or space. Color. Yeah. Color, it doesn't, yeah. I don't need to color that in anymore. No, right. And... Get it. I don't know. It's like... And so, you yeah, know... Yeah, you're, you're not... You're, what you're trying to say is, is this... Is giving space to bad to bad vibes. Yeah. Basically, in your life isn't where you want to spend your energy on. No. No. Like, a, you know, I've had a lot of frustrating times. You know, you're trying to row with other people and you're getting, like, slammed in the back with their oar. And... <laughs> Were you in Lena yesterday? What's that? Lena, the boat. No. The boat that was had holes in it. Oh, yeah, I was in that one. So, so yeah, yeah, that's the boat builder. Uh, you go the boat builder work line. Yeah. I go sailing and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and our teacher, sailing teacher, is roasting the earlier boat builder classes for mm-hmm. their bad boats, basically. Yeah. So this Lena had, had like a big rip, so water was coming in there. Mm-hmm. And we fixed it, like we spent a day and a half fixing it. So we learned how to like fix a boat, because that's useful. Yeah. And then we get her out on the sea, on the fjord, and then we row her. And then this is like, it's fine, the place we fixed. Uh-huh. But there's water coming in everywhere else in the boat. <laughs> like, okay, we just got to go with it. The whole school is going across the yeah. lake, so we just have to, like, say, yeah, this is adventure boat. Yep. <laughs> go on your own risk. Um, yeah, it's crowded. It's a small boat, so it gets crowded. Anyway. Um, but it, it's I, such a I, little... Fr- see, so it could all be all negative, or it right. could be adventure boat. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. I love that mentality, too. And I'm also, like... I have things that I struggle with here, like, like for example, <laughs> earlier today we were sitting in the speaking mm-hmm. workshop, and uh, I was trying to make like a face mm-hmm. in the wood, and Kama was doing it like perfectly. Mm-hmm. She was like carving them into small pencils and stuff, mm-hmm. and I got like, um, I got like, I I basically I had made like great eyebrows, and then the nose, and then like a mouth, and then like. I fuck up the eye, <laughs> and I just, I just, okay, I'm gonna go for a walk, I'm just gonna go for a walk, mm-hmm. and then I meet, like, great people on the way, and I'm not complaining, I'm just, I'm here on a walk, I'm speaking, I'm here on a walk, I'm not gonna give this, this irritation, mm-hmm. or this, like, because I'm learning, anyway, also, like, other situations that have come up this past week, where I'm, like, yeah, this is this is learning. This mm-hmm. is not failure. Or like how I came here, for example, with the Bergen thing. I was really not looking forward to talking to my mom and dad about it because they were very stoked about me having a future. Right. <laughs> I'm saying future with quotes. What do you call these quotes. Air, air quotes. Yeah, they really want me to have an education and a normal job. Mm-hmm. It's not the vibe I'm going for. Well, you've met me. That's clearly not the job vibe I mean, I'm going for either. I mean, your life seems. You were telling me that you were traveling the world with your accordion, and like that's how you paid for Fusen. That's that's a life in my eyes. Yeah. It's really cool, and that's how you make it, right? Yeah, and you know, my parents want me to have a future, and I think I've been doing this long enough that they've sort of embraced it. But it's. Yeah. Amazing how Fosin is also like a full circle thing for me because I was homeschooled, really? and 
I've had a frustrating time in a lot of educational environments since leaving home, you mm-hmm. know, like when I was a teenager going to regular school and then uni and stuff, because I feel like a lot of educational environments don't want you to fail the yeah. first time. Like the yeah. beautiful thing about Fosin is it's like, here is a 10 minutes introduction and now you will be alone in the blacksmith <laughs> shop. Don't die. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was you today. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I made this, I made this, uh, Kniv for a smur. You made this Kniv for smur? I made this wow. today. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, it's huge. It's so cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, liker smur. Yeah, do liker smur? Really? Smur, it, uh, good smack. Good smack for smur. Yeah. So for those of you listening at home, this is the butter knife that I also have included in the picture. Oh, it's freaking awesome. You made this today. I made that today. I also made a smur knee. Because you did. I also like smur. I saw that, that little beautiful wooden one. Yeah. Just ready to go. Ready to go. And now I'm making a spoon. Colored yeah. red. Yeah, it's, it's been... <laughs> your blood is in that spoon. Yeah. You've all this hard work and hours. Anyway, I was going to say something about failure. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a failure that I didn't, like, go through starting these studies Mm -hmm. that sometime I wanted to do. It's, It's like, I had to, like, that was a learning experience for me to, like, how do I listen to my heart and not my logic? Yeah. Brain. Brain. Yeah. Just going with the flow and just accepting whatever comes along, comes on the way. Like, we change all the time. So, so I'm just, I'm spacing out right now. So no, you, you've got yeah, it. I've got it. Yeah, it's, it's incredible to be in the, in this space here. And yeah, like, <laughs> Fergie wasn't a failure, even though I know, like, but Probably some will think about it. You know what you're you're not missing. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I I'm kind of glad that my coming here got delayed by a year because I really got to think about what I'm walk- not around right now. Yeah. And I almost got to see what could have been. Hmm. You know what I mean? And like you yeah. n- you actually know that regular uni isn't what you want to be doing right now because you went there and you checked it out. Yeah, I did. And then you got a, the timing work, you know, it all worked out for you to, to not do that and to come back yeah. here. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I love these, how we got here. That's just, yeah. that's great. That's all we've been talking about and other random shit, but I, I still, yeah. Well, I can't think of a better note to end this on. So, that's good. Be- before we go, I want to ask uh, you the question I'm going to ask every guest who comes on here. Uh, what is your favorite Norwegian word? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Um, I like the word finurle. 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 That means kind of like it's finurle. You, you you're gonna Google translate this later probably, but but my like impression of the word how i use it is like when something's a bit like a bit it's precise but it's a bit weird Mm -hmm. so finule (laughs) right 
Uh, uh, and you have to say it with this this look on my face. Finule. 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 It's like someone frying an egg, and it's a very nice fried egg, but they fried it on top of the engine block in their car. Finule. Oh, Tak. Thank you everyone so much for listening to this week's episode of Strangely and Friends, the podcast. This podcast is supported by all of my lovely folks over there at patreon.com slash strangely. I couldn't do this without all of you and also by all the wonderful people who backed my last Kickstarter. I am really happy that I'm going to be doing these weekly for all of you. So if you have any questions for me or Anna or any of the other guests, please send an email to strangely at tuta.io. That's my name at T-U-T-A dot I-O. Or you can put it in the comments on the Patreon. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you all next week. Tschüss. Tschüss. <laughs> yeah, the Hade German bra. goodbye. Haldebra. I don't like saying Hadebra because it's the um, it's the goodbye from my like the learning tapes that I had for learning Norwegian and the, it I just I feel like I'm just saying you what's a good what's a better way to what's a, like a later like okay like okay. later bitches okay. like like I like I want that vibe okay you're later bitches uh-huh. no not necessarily later bitches but like okay, you know, okay. Like, you want to hear something finule. Finule. This is yeah. my this yeah. is my favorite way to say goodbye, and it's from like a, a like an old uh, like old children's show uh-huh. in Norwegian with these dolls, and they're walking in the mountains, uh-huh. and it's these dolls, and they're doing this, and they're like farvel or liketil, and then the other person says farvel. I heard someone doing yeah. that earlier. It's because, yeah. <laughs> farvel or liketur.